right, we've teamed up this hunting season with Quick Draw Gun to see your best shot. We want to see your favorite deer hunting photos. It doesn't have to be from this season. It could be from past seasons if you'd like. Go to ksgf.com. That's where you can submit them. Uh, we're going to take entries for a couple of weeks, and then one of you who uh, makes an entry, I think it's sort of a random drawing, uh, then uh, whomever it is that gets drawn will receive a $500 gift card from Quick Draw Gun. We have all the details at ksgf.com. Uh, all right, the uh, open phone lines this morning, sponsored by Delta Roofing. I'm surprised we've had no uh, Galloway feedback, uh, the, given how contentious that is. Um, but nonetheless... Some of the we'll get to some of the uh, additional text messages coming in. Uh, there is, of course, much talk about the dispatching of federal agents uh, to hover over some of the election sites. I've got my thoughts on why that is. I, I believe we're going to be able to connect up with Secretary of State Ashcroft an hour from now, uh, but he has released a statement on this. Uh, I don't believe that it is without planning that this was announced like yesterday by the department before anybody could do anything about it. And, uh, you know, I, I just believe that that was all part of a plan. Nothing that these folks do is not calculated in order to try and tilt the scale in their direction. Um, and, and I believe that this is another one of those instances. Um, for a number of different reasons. One of the reasons could very well be if some of these elections don't go their way, they can claim that the agents saw irregularities and begin their election denial. Uh, election denial will be in vogue once again <laughs> if Democrats don't get their way. And so my entire adult voting life I've been subject to election denying by Democrats. Every election that I have voted in, in which a Republican won the presidency, every single one, Democrats have denied that that president was legitimate. My, so you can imagine when you step back, and, and I, I know a number of you fall into this same category, the surreal nature of being told Bush didn't win the election, being told that... Uh, uh, even when he ran for re-election, that uh, Ohio was rigged with the voting machines. You had Democrats writing a letter signing Democrat elected officials to the United Nations, asking them to intervene because Bush stole the election twice. And then, of course, Trump was an illegitimate president. And so my entire adult voting life, every time a Republican has won the presidency, I've been told by Democrats that the election was illegitimate. It didn't count. It was stolen. So to be subject over the last year and a half now to claims that election denying is a danger to our democracy, election deniers are worse than domestic terrorists. It's like, wow, where were you the rest of my adult life? So if this does not pan out the way that Democrats hope, I, they've written off the House, I believe. They, they, they've, they'll be fine 
with that, but it's the Senate that they have grave concerns about. And if it's just by a smidgen, they're not able to pull it off, I suspect that denying election outcomes will once again be in vogue. And In fact, Hillary Clinton already a couple weeks ago claimed that there was some conspiracy for Republicans in the Supreme Court to steal the elections. And so they're already laying the groundwork, and, and I believe that potentially part of dispatching those federal agents out to monitor the elections is probably part of that uh, so that they can also claim, oh, yes, we saw all sorts of irregularities. Grave reason for concern. These aren't just wild conspiracies. It's not election denial. I mean, these are federal law enforcement agents. And if we've learned anything over the last couple of years, the feds can be fully, completely trusted. Jason Rima with the latest news update. The polls are open on this election day. There are U.S. Senate races and congressional seats on the ballot. Voters in Springfield will decide on a proposed development in the Galloway Village area. The city of Nixa has a sales tax issue on the ballot for improvements to the police station. And the cities of Ozark and Manette and Stotts City have a tax increase on the ballot related to online purchases. You can hear all the local election results tonight beginning at 7.30 right here on News Talk 104.1. Sarah Sanders is poised to make the leap from Donald Trump's spokeswoman to Arkansas's next governor. The former White House press secretary hopes to win the office her father once held and become the first woman elected Arkansas governor. The Justice Department is sending monitors to 24 states to ensure compliance with federal voting rights laws. That monitoring happens regularly on Election Day. This year, it comes as civil rights groups and the federal government have raised alarm over potential voter intimidation at some polling places and ballot boxes. The Highway Patrol is investigating a drowning in Dallas County. The body of 75-year-old Dennis Steckline from Lee's Summit was found in the Barclay Spring access of the Niangua River Monday morning. It's unclear how he drowned because no one saw him go into the water. I'm Jason Rima, Springfield's Talk 1041. And the first alert forecast sponsored by Navant. Employee benefits that work, mostly cloudy, 67 for a high today. 56 tonight, sunny, 78 tomorrow. Thursday, mostly sunny, high of 73. Veterans Day, 45 and sunny, so much cooler. Let's go to Bridget Springfield. Hi, Bridget. Welcome to the show. Hello, Nick. Good morning. Good morning to you. So your thoughts it on is this It is so happy to get to go vote. So, um, my big question is Amendment 1. What do you know? Is there any connection with ESG? How would, a, how would an, an intelligent voter vote on that? Well, I guess it depends on your definition of intelligent. Um, <laughs> now, did you did you, you say something like that? Did, did, you, did you vote already? Have you already voted? No, not yet. Oh, That's why I'm calling you there. All right. Well, if you would, I'm gonna. I've got traffic standing by, and you're not the only one asking about the amendment. So if you if you can just hold on, I'll go ahead. Did you have any other uh, questions that that you had? Was that the only one? I was just I was just curious okay. about your opinions on some things. Uh, but Amendment 1 is my big question. Okay. All right. Well, if, if you want to go ahead and hold on, uh, and then we'll get through this quick break, and then if you had any okay. other questions beyond that, we can answer those as well. So, Bridget, just hold on. Uh, Delta Roofing sponsoring our open lines this morning. 
those American transmissions talking text line 447 KSGF for our uh, election day call in show. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Delta Roofing sponsoring the open phone lines this morning. Mark, hold on, we'll get to you in here in just a moment. A lot of people are asking about Amendment 1. and So, Amendment 1. On the ballot, we've, we've talked about this with Dr. Lilly and with uh, Tom Martz, and uh, it has to do with investments and the state and, and uh, you know, the question on the ballot is uh, regarding whether or not, well, let me just read it to you instead of just ballparking it. Do you want to amend the Missouri Constitution to allow the General Assembly to override the current constitutional restrictions of state investments by the state treasurer and allow state investments in municipal securities possessing one of the top five highest long-term rating or the highest short-term rating. Now, for those of you who are concerned about doing the right thing regarding the Constitution and authority of government, the assessment that I have gotten from people who study these things is that it really doesn't matter one way or another. That it, Neither way that you vote on this is going to be in violation of any principles regarding constitutional authority. It just really is a, uh, about those investments and when you have um, you know, those investments being made, uh, whether or not, again, as it reads, the, the assembly can you know, get enough votes to override if they disagree with something. And I, I don't know all the nuance of it, but again, we've spoken of it on a number of different occasions and uh, from different people like Dr. John Lilly and Tom Bards, you know, the regular constitutional experts. And they've all said that you really can't go wrong on that if your concerns are of proper role of government. Um, And so that's the answer on that. So you don't really need to, you know, I don't want to say, I don't want to dismiss it as unimportant, but I imagine it's the sort of thing that no matter how you vote, you're probably never going to remember it again. And there won't ever be that moment in time where we look back and go, oh boy, we really screwed that one up. Let's go to Mark on the American Transmissions Talk and Text Line. Mark, welcome to the show. Thank you. Nick, I first want to commend you and uh, also John Lilly and Tom Martz on everything you've done towards these elections. Thanks. Um, I am on the Republican Central Committee, and I went through the ballot. My picks are so easy. Oh, great. Good. They almost match John Lilly. <laughs> um, I am voting against Robin Ransom. Um, I have heard from uh, people in Jeff City about her. Uh, she's the only judge I'm voting no on. And she's even if we have court. some trouble with, yeah, just for people. Even if know. we have some, even if we have some trouble with the other judges, the the uh, Missouri court plan is very difficult, and we could get somebody worse. Um, it doesn't give uh, the governor too many uh, mm. conservative choices. Um, and on the issues, the only one I'm against is three. I'm okay with all the others. I have verified that with the, with people in Jeff City who are in the know on that. For the use tax, Nick, I would like to say I'm not. It's not on my ballot, but I used to serve on the board in Battlefield, and the use tax is uh, something I do support because cities are losing funding because of the brick and mortar uh, changes to online. My understanding is the use tax does not raise taxes. It's the exact same rate as your sales tax. It's kind of like the other side of a coin. It's a mirror image of the sales tax rises and falls at the same rate. 
But if the online sales, if taxes are collected at online sales, it would go to the state first and would never go to your city or local community unless they have a use tax in place. So if you want the funds to go to your local city, that's that's what the use tax is for. They used to not need it. It used to be for cities that had large shipping or things coming from uh, out of place. But now with online sales, everything's changed. So cities are trying to get that in place. All right. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate your rundown. Thank you, Nick. Thank right. you for hey. the time. You bet. Absolutely. And you guys should be commended for well, everything you're you. doing. You are very, very kind. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Oh, I will. <laughs> All right. Bye now. Uh, the uh, Amendment 3, that's the marijuana amendment. This is an interesting one that polls, or at least one poll in particular, showed a, an overwhelming majority of Missourians supporting it. And it wasn't long after that poll, you saw a number of organizations come out and push back, uh, in, uh, including some that I think surprised a lot of people. Uh, some limited organ, limited government organizations, I believe it's even we talked about the Libertarian Party in Missouri officially is not supporting it. And the, the reason that you have some of these, including people who support the legalization of marijuana, is because this is uh, viewed as a bit of a Trojan horse, that the marijuana part is, is to get you to vote for it, and then there's a bunch of other crap in there. Uh, that uh, is is the real meat of the matter. And I, I don't like the whole, I, my position on it is to me it's not really legalizing it. It is a, creating a system of cronyism where the government picks and chooses and you get a random lottery and then you can only have so many here and so many there. That's not free market. If If, if, it, if it's going to be, legal, then I think that it should be free market legal. I, I don't think that the government should be essentially acting as godfather over the industry. Uh, the idea isn't good for any industry. It's not good for this one. And more and more uh, people, again, of course, there are some who are just against legalization altogether. They're obviously against this, but many who are for legalization of marijuana that are against this because of the way that it is set up. Um, but I also at the same time think most people don't necessarily believe or understand. They, they don't know that uh, because it's being billed as uh, just the legalization of marijuana, and people think it's as simple as that, and, and so they will uh, probably vote for it. But we'll see. Uh, I, 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 I suspect that it probably will pass, which ultimately, in terms of the, the concept of legalization, I think is, is unfortunate because it, it, it masquerades as legalization in my assessment. All right, we'll get to some of your text messages, more of your calls. Delta Roofing sponsoring our open lines this morning on Election Day. 447-KSGF is the number, both to call and text. I'm Nick Reed. Your voice is needed. The American people have to pull their heads out of their keisters. Now more than ever. And start thinking like responsible Americans. Springfield's Talk 104. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. One of the questions that a number of you have been texting in on the American Transmissions talking text line is, you probably have done it a million times, but I missed it. Can you explain a constitutional convention question? Uh, so what I would encourage you to actually do is, and Sarah's on the line right now, talk, 
Do we have Tom, that Tom Arts section up yet where yes. we talk about the Constitutional Convention? So what I would recommend is when the show is over um, to go and listen to the conversation Tom Arts and I had. It's in the podcast section. I only say that because it, it takes a little bit of explain. It's not overly complicated, um, but um, you know, essentially every 20 years it's part of the, the state. What we do is this question comes up. Do you want a convention? And if so... Uh, delegates are chosen or are uh, then sent to a convention and then uh, a uh, you know either they don't or they do come up with a new constitution and uh, then it has to go to a vote of the people so there there are a number of obstacles there i'm giving a very very simplistic version of it um so that's why i would recommend you go back and, and listen to that conversation that we had uh in the six o'clock hour on this particular subject matter, and that's under the podcast at ksgf.com. Let's go to Don in Rogersville. Welcome to the show, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, let's talk about this use tax that they like to call it. Okay. Yeah, real quick. <laughs> uh, that's a tax on internet sales, right? <clears throat> you, you agree? Uh, well, which use tax are you, which municipal? Well, I'm specifically talking about the Ozark one, the one that the mayor is pushing Got for okay. is a use tax. That's part of what it's going to be down in Ozark. And they're all complaining about, oh, my gosh, this is going to, you know, it's bad for the brick-and-mortar businesses. Well, let me point something out. Doesn't everybody that sells on the Internet have a brick-and-mortar somewhere? Yes, a, a lot do. Or the way I look at it, well, they it, have to. Well, they have to have a business located somewhere in the United States. So, well, well sometimes they do it from are, their home. But, but no, I, no, I, I know it's still you're saying. a brick and mortar. That's still a location, yeah. is what I'm getting at. So, what I'm getting at is, yes, they still have a location that they're selling from. If the brick and mortars want to jump into the 21st century and start selling on the internet, they're not going to be at a disadvantage. So the people who are complaining about this being, a uh, oh, it's, we've got to protect the, the brick-and-mortar businesses. Well, I hate to tell you, but capitalism doesn't protect anybody. It lets the, the evolution of commerce happen naturally. And if people are going to the Internet to buy something because it's easier, faster, and cheaper, then the people that are in town that want to sell their product, they can sell all over the world, too. And make more money. There's well, no excuse for yeah. charging us more on taxes. Let's let commerce evolve and keep it on the Internet and keep it less taxes. Taxed enough already. The Tea Party said it the best. We are taxed enough already. We don't need more taxes. Well, to to your point, I think most – I kind of aside – the way you describe it, I see it also the, the other way around in, in that – most brick and mortars is you know they already sell on the internet so they do take advantage of it they, they there's exactly. the, yeah there's this this false line that is drawn as if you have those that only sell in brick and mortar and then the rest are only selling online no that's not there's a Venn diagram there and i don't know what the percentage yep. is but it's very very high of brick and mortars that do sell online i mean and i don't want to say almost all but again i don't know the percentage but you know, most of the time, if I'm checking out some store online, I mean, I just think of it, Best Buy, Macy's, Walmart. I mean, they all you can buy stuff online. Yes. Now, of course, those are the larger ones. But but <laughs> but then the smaller businesses, 
uh, even the ones that sell out of their 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 homes, uh, you know, I mean, they're online as well. And so I, I, I'm with you. It seems as if every time they want to make something, quote, fair. And this has been the approach when it comes to the taxing of online transactions. And we heard this with they, uh, there was the Wayfair versus I forget which state it was. It went to the Supreme Court over this issue and whether or not they had to collect taxes based on where the person's purchasing and so forth. And and uh, the argument, like you said, is always, well, we're going to make it fair. But if you notice, they never make it fair by lowering taxes for the people that are paying. No. <laughs> they always raise right. it for yeah. everyone else. <laughs> so loosen the noose. Let's start loosening that. There ought to be a chant around the United States. Loosen the noose. We are going to loosen the noose of taxes around our neck and stop raising them and stop buying into these lies that, oh, well, this isn't going to cost you any more. Yeah. Yes, it is. Everything you buy on the Internet, it's going to cost you. You're going to be sales tax, charge sales tax on it. So it's a lie, and it's disingenuous, and it's actually being paid for. In Ozark particularly, it's being paid for by our own tax money from the Ozark uh, city. So it's just it's very frustrating to, to see these disingenuous ads out there, back the blue, and yet you're really just being charged more in taxes. It's just the frustration so. I have without even, and of course that's not uh, on my ballot, uh, but the frustration I have is it just seems like, and I think I mentioned this yesterday, What I wonder what the longest period of time I have gone or any of like you have gone without being asked to raise taxes or keep them at a high level and they're going to expire. <laughs> every I, every I, election I mean, cycle. All the time. It's constantly. Yeah. But it's always needed. You know, it's always needed and it's always to make things fair uh, so often. And, and I'm voting no on all amendments except for I'm actually for the Constitutional Convention because yeah, we still have to vote too. on anything. Yeah. We have to vote on anything that gets passed anyway. Yeah. So it's not like they can run ripshod over us and, and make something happen. It'll go to the state and it'll go to the people to vote on it if they want any changes. And we can always vote it down at that point if we don't like it. But we 222 pages is our Constitution. Are you kidding me in Missouri? It needs to be redone, simplified, and reduced so that we, it's easy, a lot easier to follow. And then this uh, marijuana bill, 39 more pages? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> 39 more pages. Oh, yeah, let's just keep adding to it. All right, Don Carricker, everyone. Thank you, sir. Oh, hey, you Thank missed you. a great happy hour, by the way. Anthony was there. I know. I know you had. I, I know apologize. you had. No, no, you don't need to apologize. I know you had something come up, but it was a great time. It really was. So, uh, we'll, it was just getting too close to the elections and got more stuff to do with, yep. with that. Understood. All sir. right. All right. Have Talk a great day. All right, you do the same. Bye, Bye now. Got a traffic update here. The American Transmissions Talk and Text Line is open. Delta Roofing sponsoring our open phone lines this morning. Four four seven KSGF. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. First alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements. Mostly cloudy, 67 for a high today. Overnight low, 56, 78 tomorrow, 73 with a chance of rain Thursday. And then Veterans Day when we do have a hero's breakfast at Scramblers from 6 to 9 A. That day will top out at only 45. Sunshine Saturday, but... 41 for the high. Uh, the American Transmissions Talk and Text Line. We've got Delta Roofing sponsoring the open phone and text line this morning. Um, we've got uh, well, Tom here noting that the sales tax goes to the state. A city will only get money uh, is by having a use tax. That's what I got from the Republican state official that you had on. Um, another saying, I live in Ozark and I am 
100% in favor of the tax. I met with the mayor and the police department. They explained everything in great detail. I agreed with every word that they said because this money will go 100% to the police department. I think people would be foolish to vote no uh, when we need all of the help we can give to our police and fire and first responders in Ozark and in the county and in the state. Regarding the Constitutional Convention, someone had texted in that their concern is that somebody like Lincoln Huff, being one of those chosen as uh, a delegate to formulate the Constitution, I, I have to laugh, and I don't. it's got to be one of those things that everyone just quietly hears, and, and I don't know if they cringe or not, but these ads that are running against Fogel, who is the state rep, she's a Democrat, and a lot of it focuses around... The fact that she's so out of touch and the evidence that is provided in the ad is that while Americans are struggling with inflation that she voted to raise gas taxes and, <laughs> oh, you mean the Lincoln Huff tax, the Mike Parson tax? I mean, uh, that's, that is a Republican tax. Now, of course, there were some Republicans you get the Mike Moons and the Eric Burlesons and, you know, those that, that were have always been steadfast in opposition to the taxes. But uh, fact of the matter is that is a Republican tax. And so it's funny to hear a Democrat being attacked. And the one thing that she's really being attacked for is voting with Republicans on raising taxes at the pump. Now, that set and by the way, she was wrong for it, but just as. Lincoln Huff in part. But what does that tell you about the establishment Republican Party in Missouri? That attack ads that are being run against Democrats, or at least in this one instance, is for voting for a tax increase that Parson went around the state twisting arms in local communities. Kehoe, by the way, was very supportive of his as uh, uh, as well as Lieutenant Governor. They would go around to these communities, tell him, you know, uh, oh, what project? Oh, we could have all these wonderful things, and you need to go out in your community and make sure your citizens know. That was back whenever it was. Uh, I think they were lobbying for a vote, and for the third time, Missourians said no, and and. Um, it was one of the instances where the editorial boards across the state of Missouri weren't that concerned with the voice of the people and uh, supported the effort to raise those taxes. But anyway, I got a little sidetracked because of the text message regarding Lincoln Huff, and, and I've, I've just heard those ads over and over again uh, in which she's attacked for supporting the, the Lincoln Huff uh, Mike Parson tax increase. Okay, let's see here. Let's go to Benny and Stratford. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, on the rezoning issue, the Great Reset calls for um, no property ownership and people to live in multifamily dwellings and rent. Um, Blackstone, Vanguard, and State Street investments are using your 401ks to buy properties 50% above the selling price so that you have to rent properties from them. Um, that being said, that brings me to there's a lot more to be talked about besides just buy the property if you don't want that in there. And so I'm going to vote no on the rezoning because there needs to be more to that conversation than just buy the property. And the bingo in the Constitution, 
is going to make me vote for a constitutional convention <laughs> just for that. Yeah, That's it. ridiculous. All right, Benny. Thank hey, you. Yeah, hey, you bet. Thank you. Appreciate the call. Our uh, open phone lines sponsored this morning by Delta Roofing as they have, uh, as long as I can remember these elections, 447-KSGF. Chip, welcome, sir. Hey, Nick, how are you? I'm doing great, thank you. What are you thinking? Well, you uh, you uh, mentioned earlier on about the uh, cronyism and the uh, and the limited licenses for Amendment Three. Yes, um, that's been misunderstood a lot. There's actually no maximum on licenses. The Department of Health can issue as many licenses as they want. So, if the governor thinks that supply and demand requires more dispensaries, then the governor can do that. It's a well, minimum. See, that, that's the problem right there. You're saying <laughs> the government, a, a, a politician, giving permission if he thinks that there is a, a need for it in the free market. Well, that's not free market if government's making that decision. That's the problem you're, I you're have right. it. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah. And I, uh, you know, free market on uh, consumer goods that um, Missouri's not nervous about is one thing. But this is something that polling, we just don't think Missourians want a dispensary on every single corner. We yeah. think Missourians want it more limited, like liquor licenses used to be back in the 60s. Right. Um, so there'll still be plenty of competition. There's actually an anti-monopoly provision that prohibits any one ownership group from having higher than a 10% of any license type. And so you're going to have at least 10 major competitors, but there will always be a lot of single competitors in this market like there yeah, are right now. And, and you, know, you mentioned liquor, and, and liquor, obviously, alcohol is, is also more heavily regulated than a lot of other products uh, are as well. And, and so, you know, it may not be the sort of thing where people, the average consumer, which I'm not a consumer of, of the product, but the average consumer looks around and goes, well, wait a minute, this, you know, there aren't nearly as many options as I thought. There, there may be plenty. I just don't like the fact that the government, and that we would put in the Constitution that government decides that. Because the fact, this is the thing, and people, we love to throw terms around, and sometimes they're scary, but that really sort of is the definition of fascism, where, where you can have a private industry but government gets to tell you how to run it and that's essentially what we're voting on is a form of fascism when it comes to that industry into our constitution and you know i i'm just uh, opposed to it for that reason but no Ch- hey thanks i appreciate your call did you have any other thoughts today well i just currently there's over a hundred different ownership groups uh independent ownership groups uh for 348 licenses so it there is a lot of competition the price has dropped uh, about in half just on medical, and that same thing will happen with okay. recreational. And again, the Department of Health can recommend to the governor that they issue as many licenses as uh, uh, supply and demand dictates. But I appreciate your time. Hey, you bet, Chip. Thanks. I, I appreciate you calling in this morning. Some of your text messages coming in. The Department of Health component to that, to me, makes it even worse because they're at least uh, if you have a governor, uh, if you have an elected official that's deciding how much the free market. Uh, uh, he believes or she believes uh, is, uh, you know, needed. But they're going off the advice of totally unelected individuals. I mean, it even further removes it from uh, any sort of semblance of of freedom and liberty. 447-KSGF is the number. If you want to text in, call in. Delta Roofing sponsoring our open phone lines. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 104.1. 
Randy will get to you in just a moment here. 447 KSGF. Floors Plus, Nick's of Floors Plus, Springfield. All of your flooring needs. What a great idea uh, to give yourself a gift these holidays. You know, you're going to have uh, people over perhaps. Or maybe you're going to go to someone else's home and you look at their flooring and you think, man, our f- we could really use some new flooring and i didn't realize how worn out i know we did that often you get used to what you have and and sometimes uh it takes you getting outside of it and seeing somebody else what they have to to recognize that maybe uh it's been too long past for you to uh, get uh freshened up when it comes to your flooring be it carpeting tiling hardwood floor Luxury vinyl planking, uh, Floors Plus and Nixon Springfield. Without question, these are the folks that I recommend that you con- uh, that you contact. Uh, they are not high pressure, five star reviews, decades of service, um, and uh, they have great product lines as well. You can find all of Floors Plus information under Nick's endorsements at ksgf.com. Randy, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, Nick. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing well, man. Great. Hey, Ed. yeah, just. Voted about 20 minutes ago down here at my polling place in Ozark, and I was number 175. So I'm thinking, you know, turnout is looking pretty good. Um, I think, you know, pretty confident, obviously, in the Republican, you know, candidates on the ballot here. Um, you know, so what the amendments are, we'll see how those go. I voted yes on the Constitutional Convention. I think I could use some uh, some tweaking, obviously. I am just hoping, you know, as we look forward, that you know, there's some dynamic candidates out there the republicans have across the country um in particular in some governor races or governors currently in power our governor you know he's about as inspirational as like a barn swallow i you know i really hope that you know as we look forward we can get a dynamic strong conservative republican leader in this state i mean we certainly have the votes to do it and when you look at like you know carrie lake in arizona governor Noam up in South Dakota, DeSantis in Florida, you know, and then we have, again, just a very uninspiring leader in this state, and I think it's high time we change that. Uh, the To me, an, a quick indicator as to whether or not we have a governor that is what you described that you would like and I would like to, somebody that really is really, truly conservative or constitutional, is does the rest of the country know his or her name? And you oh, just yeah. and, and you just listed off some examples. Everyone knows the name Ron DeSantis for a reason. People know the name Christy Nome for a reason. People know the name Lake, and she's not even elected yet for a reason. Exactly. And and if if you live in a state and the governor is not, and that goes one way or another. I mean, you could you look at Newsom. People know who he is, but for the wrong reasons. Or Ho- Hochul. People know who she is for the wrong reasons. Um, but yeah. but we're that middle of the road, milk toast sort of bland, uh, lukewarm, uh, and, and yeah, and that's just always a gut check. Like if you ask people around, do you know who the governor of Missouri is? If they don't live in Missouri, if they don't know, then uh, I ain't doing the job. So I'm I'm with you. No, I, yeah, yeah, I would totally agree. And even you know, I I told my family I said I hate hot weather and I would not want to live in Arizona. But my goodness, if you watched her over the last I know. couple of months. That woman is impressive. Yeah, very, I mean, it's unbelievable. very impressive. And I suspect, yeah. of course, you've got to wait to see if she gets elected, how she governs. But I suspect, I would be very surprised just based on 
her presentation if she did not govern in the same way. She just does not seem like one that is worried about what the media says, what the left says at all. She almost seems to welcome it a bit. I mean, she's she's uh, another DeSantis, uh, you know, with uh, some you know differences, obviously, but that same fearless approach of conviction. Uh, Randy, thank right. you. It's good to hear from you. Appreciate it. Yep. Thanks, Nick. All right. Thank you so much. Four four seven KSGF. What what's this on uh, two? Is that Kathy? No. Cam. Cam. All right. Let's go to Cam. Cam, welcome to the show. Hey, Nick. What's it going on, man? A uh, little of this, little of that. Hey, listen. I just had a quick question about this amendment three. If it does pass, is there any way that we can later go in? and amend the Constitution to get the government out of it. Well, the problem uh, is that this is a constitutional amendment. And so what that takes, I I know we've talked about this before, what does it take to get rid of an amendment? And and it may be the same process of getting one uh, where you either have to get a certain number of signatures or uh, the state legislature can put it on the ballot and then it goes about that way. Um, so I, obviously there is some mechanism, but I suspect it would be right. difficult. And what what I, just observationally speaking, what I fear is going to happen from those who have the perspective of wanting the legalization is that this will lull them into belief that it, on a scale of one to 10, one, not legal at all, absolutely, you know, strict rules, 10 being totally legal, that will will get something in place that doesn't really belong in the Constitution, but it's going to do it in a way that puts it like on a scale of four out of 10. And then sure. it, it'll never get better. It'll never get more sure. free. And and that's in that that context of, of true legalization. That's what I worry is is going to happen. But, you know, and, yeah. and, and like yeah. say here, you, you you get the the government choosing what it is that the consumer needs. And I'm sorry, I thought, you know, when I grew up, that was one of the differences that we were always taught made us better than countries like the Soviet Union, where the government dictated industries and businesses and decided what the people quote needed and what the market needed and and we were different than that and it just saddens me to see that uh not only is that where we are today in this country but that there's an effort to enshrine it in our own constitution yeah i i agree i'm on the fence about it because i you know i I think i i mean i i wouldn't mind it to be legalized but at the same time like you know we might not have another brewing brewing if that was Mm. uh you know, if that was the same case. And I think there's a lot of, I, th- I think they went about it the wrong way, but I mean, I do want it legalized, but uh, I don't really care because I don't use it, yeah, but I think uh, people should have the option and the choice to use it. But yeah. I just don't know if this is the way to do it. Right. But I appreciate you answering my question. Oh Thank yeah, you absolutely, Cam. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate your call. 447-KSGF, get a traffic update, continue on here. got more calls, text messages. Uh, Delta Roofing sponsoring our open phone lines this morning. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. And, of course, Sarah Myers. Thank you, thank you. Beatles Property Maintenance. Now, Beatles is spelled B-E-A-D-L-E-S. And what do they do? Well... 
they do a variety of home repairs and maintenance. In fact, they have been serving our Springfield community for well over a decade now, and I'm really excited to have Bruce and the Beatles property maintenance team come out to my place. Uh, I just purchased, well, it's been about a year and a half now, but we have a fixer-upper farmhouse, and we have some more serious items that need to be done. Uh, we have a dip in our kitchen floor, and we have a vapor barrier that needs to be installed, but we also have a couple of smaller uh, honey-do list items, if you will. I need an exhaust fan in my bathroom, and I need a couple new ceiling lights in my house. So that just kind of gives you a wide variety of things that Beatles Property Maintenance can do for you. So if you find yourself needing a maintenance repair within your home, whether it's big or small, highly recommend my friends over at Beatles Property Maintenance. Now you can find all of that contact information for Bruce and the Beatles Property Maintenance team at ksgf.com under the Sarah's Endorsements tab. All right, let's go to Glenn. Glenn, you are new to Missouri, is this correct? I am, Nick. I, I appreciate you taking the yeah, call, man. I'm, I'm from the uh, Northwest. Welcome. So, how, long, how long have you been you, here? Sir. I've been here since 19. I didn't leave the Northwest because of the reason everybody else is leaving, but if I was there, I'd be leaving anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I have a couple questions about the candidates. Yes. I don't want to go in and vote today and cancel out some other Patriots' right. vote, so I don't really know. I'm looking for who's running for Senate and who's running for House. And uh, I've got pretty much all the local stuff down, but I, I really need to hear more about uh, the Senate and House candidates. Uh, again, I'm just scared to death to walk in there and cancel out somebody's vote. You know what I mean? Right, right. So uh, um, on one hand— You don't have to—, you don't have to go ahead. Well, no, what I was going to say to you is for the 7th congressional i'm guessing that's the the, the district that you're in uh for yeah. congress uh eric burleson is going to win that and for us senate eric schmidt is going to win that now i say that so okay. you don't have to worry too much <laughs> if you vote right, right. That, that's just that's what's going to happen um well, now, that's that's the way i was going anyway okay yeah and and for so when it comes to Let's let's talk about Burleson, the gal who's running. She's from Joplin. Uh, she is a newcomer. She, you know, there's not there's no chance uh, of, of that. You know, now there is a libertarian, Kevin Craig. He's on the ballot every time. I don't think he really even campaigns. Um, the the liber right. the libertarians the, they oftentimes and they may not be the only quote third party to do this but if you don't have a candidate on the ballot uh, so many elections in a row then you there's uh, some additional hurdles you have to do to get back on the ballot and so they just sometimes put placeholders there in case one day they have a legitimate um, candidate I think he has been on the right. ballot every single election since I've been voting here in Springfield right. now when it comes to the u.s senate you got schmidt of course the republican uh you got trudy bush valentine now there's jonathan dean the libertarian and um uh, the constitution party whom we've actually had on the show paul venable i'm gonna vote for paul i like him i like the way he thinks he really truly is genuinely constitutional um right eric schmidt I, best i can tell hasn't indicated whether or not he's going to support mitch mcconnell 
uh, to to lead the Senate. I could be wrong on that. That makes me nervous, though. Josh Hawley has indicated he will not yeah. support him, so that's good news. Uh, but uh, so Paul, so Paul Venable, but Eric Schmidt is going to win that election. And that doesn't mean that you, one shouldn't vote for another candidate just because, but that's the assessment. So I guess I tell you that because it's not going to be so absolutely close that, that if you do quote, cancel somebody's vote out, it's going to make a difference. Right. Well, I was going with them anyways. Uh, I've been watching the, the news and, and talked to some of my friends and stuff, so that's where I was going anyway. I just needed some clarification because, cool. yeah. you know, I was really worried about it. I don't, I don't want to – this is a, a rare opportunity we have here, and we may not get another one. Yeah. So I'm, uh, if, if we mess it up, it could be – the last chance we get. Well, Anyways, yeah. I appreciate you taking the call. Hey, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for calling in, and uh, you've been here a bit, but welcome to Missouri. Thank you, sir. Much appreciated. All right. Thank you. Hey, you bet. Uh, we're going to try in the upcoming out. Of course, we'll get some more of your calls, but we're also going to see if we can get the Secretary of State on. Um, I've communicated back and forth with the possibility of having Ashcroft on. I wanted to talk about a number of things, but one of the the reason I reached out was because of the, the the Justice Department and these individuals that are going to be monitoring and so forth. So that coming up next. I'm Nick.